This is Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. Forget what you think you know about church. afternoon, so please bear with me. In the name of God the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Grace and peace to you from God. May God tell you the truth and joy. Let us pray. God of all who wander in the, wild, in the wilderness, you go before us as beacon and guide. Lead us through all danger, sustain us through all desolation, and bring us home to the land you have prepared for us. Amen. Merciful God, we have sinned in what we have thought and said, in the wrong we have done, and the good we have not done. We have sinned in ignorance. We have sinned in weakness. We have sinned through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry. We repent and turn to you. Forgive us for our Savior Christ's sake, and renew our lives to the glory of your name. Amen. <laughs> through the cross of Christ, God have mercy on you, pardon you, and set you free. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. God strengthen you in all goodness and keep you in life eternal. Amen. Amen. Be seated, please. A reading from the book of Exodus. The whole congregation of the Israelites complained against Moses and Aaron in the wilderness. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the hand of the Lord in the, in the land of Egypt, when we uh, sat by the, by the flesh pots and ate our fill of bread, for you have brought us out into this wilderness to kill th this, this whole assembly with hunger. Then the Lord said to Moses, I am going to rain bread from heaven for you, and each day the people shall go out and gather enough for that day. In that way I will test them, whether they will follow my instruction or not. On the sixth day, when they prepare what they bring in, it will be twice as much as they gather on other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you shall know that it was the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt, and in the morning you shall see the glory of the Lord because he has heard your complaining against the Lord. For what are we that you complain against us? And Moses said, When the Lord gives you meat to eat in the evening and your fill of bread in the morning, because the Lord has heard the complaining that you utter against him, what are we? Your complaining is not against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses said to Aaron, 
Say to the whole congregation of the Israelites, Draw near to the Lord, for he has heard your complaining. And as Aaron spoke to the whole congregation of the Israelites, they looked toward the wilderness, and the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, I have heard the complaining of the Israelites. Say to them, At twilight you shall eat meat, and in the morning you shall have your fill of bread. Then you shall know that I am the Lord your God. In the evening, in the evening quails came up and covered the camp, and in the morning there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a fine flaky substance, as fine as frost on the ground. When the Israelites saw it, they said to one another, What is it? For they did not know what it was. Moses said to them, It is the bread that the Lord has given you to eat. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. For to me, living is Christ and dying is gain. And if I am to live in the flesh, that means fruitful labor for me. And I do not know which I prefer. I'm hard pressed between the two. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, but for that is far better. Uh, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary for you. Since I am convinced of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you uh, for your progress and joy in faith, so that I may share abundantly in your boasting in Christ Jesus when I come to you again. Only live your life in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or am absent and hear about you, I will know that you are standing firm in one uh, spirit, striving side by side with one mind for the faith of the gospel, and are in no way intimidated by your opponents. For them this is evidence of their destruction, but of your this is evidence of their destruction, but of your salvation. And this is God's doing, for he has graciously granted you the privilege not only of believing in Christ, but of suffering for him as well. Since you are having the same struggle that you saw I had, that you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory with you, and also with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. For the kingdom of heaven is like a, a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for the usual daily wage, he sent them into his vineyard. When he went out about nine o'clock, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace, and he said to them, "You also go into the vineyard, and I will pay you whatever whatever is right." So they went. 
when he went out again about noon and about three o'clock he did the same and about five o'clock he went out and found others standing around and he said to them why are you standing here idle all day they said to him because no one has hired us he said to them you also go into the vineyard when evening came the owner of the vineyard said to his manager call the laborers and give them their pay beginning with the last and then going to the first when those hired about five o'clock came each of them received the usual daily wage now when the first came they thought they would receive more but each of them also received the usual daily wage and when they received it they grumbled against the landlord landowner saying these last worked only one hour and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat but he replied to one of them friend I'm doing you no wrong did you not agree with me for the usual daily wage take what belongs to you and go I choose to give to this I choose to give to this last the same as I give to you am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me or are you envious because I am generous so the last will be first and the first will be last the true gospel of the Lord Praise, Praise the Lord, the word, the Lord. Right. Be seated, please. Okay. We are going to try and get through this with my voice the way it is. I apologize. Um, a touch of bronchitis has seemed to have uh, touched us here. And uh, Gavin's, Gavin's got it too, so... Um, well, at least we don't have germs to the TV yet <laughs> all right also please bear with me this we've had a day from you know where and it wasn't up there it was from down there uh, and just to tell you I'm, I'm gonna be straight up with you it's it's like midnight uh, we were supposed to start church at three everything has gone wrong yeah. and um, we're still here recording trying to get this done for you so we can get it out on our podcast and out on the YouTube and it's just been one thing after another computer problems and, and just just one thing after another so please bear with us we're gonna try and get this out I, I wrote this I haven't really double-checked my work so if I stumble I apologize okay it's been a busy, it's been a busy month you know be good though let's hope I've had a hard time with the message this week no matter how many times I keep going back to the rule about understanding parables I keep going back to the concept of my title is God fair I've been asked the question a few times by different people this week or perhaps it before perhaps it is asked how can this be right how can this situation be fair how could God allow this? And the answers I know, even though I know they are right, seem shallow as they are said to eyes that have more water flowing through them than the Trinity River after a five-day rainstorm. As I look at this passage, if I reduce it to a lesson on morality, if I try to garnish from its ethics or a, a code of justice, I fail. It goes so far beyond these things that it, it seems to contradict them. As one person replied to my question, fairness is a human concept and does not apply to God. Whatever he does is right. Hands down, the best answer. God isn't fair. He's not. He's generous. And this parable isn't about the question of fairness. It's about the outrageous generosity and love of God as he invites people to share in his kingdom together. The basic rule about parables, they exist for one teachable moment, one reason. They don't exist to offer social commentary. In this parable, that one moment is seen in the amazing question Jesus asks. Friend, do you begrudge my generosity? Do we begrudge Jesus, Jesus's generosity? Jonah, the prodigal brother. The island of misfit toys. Does it make sense that someone would begrudge God the opportunity to show someone else his love? Mm 
Could we find ourselves jealous because God's love is, is poured out on someone we find not worthy of such love? Before we get all righteous and think that we would never, ever deny God that opportunity, let's consider that, let's consider that Scripture is chock full of such examples. Start with the prodigal's brother who got ticked off because his father wanted to celebrate the return of the long messed up little brother. He resented his father's love shown to his own brother. Hey, God's people would never be like that, right? Especially those in, in leadership, right? Well, listen to these words. He yelled at God. <coughs> he yelled at God. God, I knew it. When I was back home, I knew this was going to happen. That's why I ran off to Tarshish. I knew you were sheer grace and mercy, not easily angered, rich in love and ready at the drop of a hat to turn your plans of punishment into a program of forgiveness. So God, if you won't kill them, kill me. I'm better off dead. God said, what do you have to be angry about? But Jonah just left. He went out of the city to the east and sat down in a sulk. He put together a makeshift shelter of leafy branches and sat there in the shade to see what would happen to the city. Talk about someone not just upset, but bitterly angry about God's grace. Mm -hmm. We never ever get that way, do we? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. What about when we have trouble welcoming someone into our group? Maybe they did something to us in the past and, and we're unwilling to forgive. Do we begrudge God sharing with them the same love that he pours out on us? Maybe they're a bit different than us. Does that mean we walk away from them and not share the same concern for them that we do for, for those like us? Or maybe even recognizing the differences becomes so awkward that we walk away. Rather than rejoice that God will give us the love, the grace, and the strength to do his work, to show him his love and his mercy. The funny thing is, in this vineyard, the work isn't pulling out weeds or harvesting grapes to make a good wine. The work is, is to minister to each other, assuring each other of God's love, his grace, his forgiveness. No matter who they are, no matter how awkward it is to love them, no matter the cost to us, for our cost is nothing compared to the cost of the cross. Or will we begrudge Jesus his generosity? Will we resent that God has marked them as our brothers and sisters and indeed our friends? The generosity, friendship, partnership. Do we get this? It's not about the job. At the beginning of the conversation, the master uses a unique word to address the dissatisfied workers. It is translated as friend or comrade, but was a word that ranged from partner to brother, kinsman. It's, it's not the, the word you would use for a, a common day laborer, but implies a stake in the work. And that is what this parable of the kingdom of God is about. We see it clearly in the later trips of the master to the Home Depot as he talks to those hanging out, tired, disappointed, indifferent because they, they haven't been hired yet. You see it in the last group who says, no one's given us a reason not to be here. Jesus says, get going. Here's a part in my kingdom, get moving. You want a reason to be active? You want, you want meaning in your life? Come into my kingdom. You are welcome to be a part and more a partner. This parable isn't about workplace fairness. It is about the kingdom of God and who is invited into it. It's not about fair employment practices. For God simply offers a part in the kingdom to all who would be part. There was once an island, a pretty famous place because of the role it played in the story of a very short dentist and a very friendly snow monster. And well, an unemployed reindeer. The Island of Misfit Toys, it was called, and it is a picture of the church. 
No one, no one here is perfect. No one here functions perfectly. No one here has been exempt from feeling broken. Though perhaps we think we are alone in those feelings. If we actually get to know each other, we aren't. And every misfit person in Dallas and here at Dallas Universal Life Church, they belong here. Even the ones from our past. Even those we have trouble understanding in the present. We might even, we might even need some, some supernatural help from the Master to accept them. We have that, by the way. For He has deemed them acceptable. He did so in the very way He deemed you acceptable by dying on the cross. And so we find them kneeling with us at the same altar, the same reason. They need the bread of life. They need the blood of the covenant that covers their sins and ours. And we need to minister to each other. Just because I have the name doesn't mean I'm the only one that can do it. We need to serve each other. To love each other. More than anything now, we need to continue to serve each other. Constantly reminded that the Lord called us together as his people, as his friends. It is not a command in the sense of law to, to love one another. It's not about justifying our own actions or our place or that of the others. It is of the deepest grace that God places us together. God is about fairness. He's about righteousness. His righteousness promised to us, given to us, even though we don't deserve it. Amen. Amen. God of salvation, who sent your Son to seek out and save what is lost, hear our prayers on behalf of those who are lost in our day, receiving these petitions and thanksgivings with your unending compassion. For the church, that we may humbly accept God's gift for salvation and recognize that every day is God's gift to us, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the grace to prefer nothing to Christ, that we may live in each day striving to be faithful disciples through trusting in God's providence and showing love and compassion to all who enter our lives. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For freedom from envy that we may appreciate the gifts and blessings that others receive and rejoice in their success. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have lost hope or who are isolated from family and friends, that they may experience God's presence with them today and recognize someone's love for them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are working to aid those in need, particularly firefighters and rescue workers, that God will give them strength, wisdom, and protection from harm. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who are unemployed and underemployed, that God will open opportunities for them to use their gifts and talents for the good of society and not allow their time and energy to be idled away. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For an end of violence to local communities, that God will open the hearts of local leaders to address the injustices to their communities and promote dialogue and new understanding amongst citizens. We pray the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have been impacted by the wildfires, that God will comfort those who have lost homes and livelihoods, help them find new homes and the, rest, the resources that they need, and give eternal rest to those who have died. We pray the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For safe and honest elections, that God will guide those who are organizing the elections, protect each district from interference, and motivate all to fulfill their civic responsibilities by voting. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. <coughs> for all who are ill, especially us right now, and especially for Molly and Jim Phelan and Greg Harper, that God will heal them in body, mind, and spirit, restore them so that they can be a blessing to others as well as the community and the church. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have died, that their souls be at peace and eternal embrace, and those left behind will receive the blessing of our Father's presence to comfort them. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. 
for an end to the coronavirus pandemic and healing all who have been affected by directly and indirectly. Bless all those who are searching for a cure and vaccine that they may continue their hard work operating fully with each other and with the help of his guiding hand, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We bring to you all our personal intercessions and the silence of our thoughts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Redeeming Sustainer, visit your people and pour out your strength and courage upon us that we may hurry to make your welcome not only in our concern for others, but by serving them generously and faithfully in your name. Amen. Knock, knock, knocking on heaven's door. You're listening to Your Path with Bishop Mark from Dallas Universal Life Church in Dallas, Texas. We give thanks for all we have received, O oh God, gifts of love and time, money and abilities, into these bowls and into this place. We share a portion of these gifts, bless those who receive them, just as we are blessed in the act <coughs> of sharing them. Our gifts to you, O God, 
trusting you will use them in the work of your kingdom, which welcomes all, loves all, needs all, and serves all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All rise, please. All right. May the God of all mornings be with you. And also with you. Children of God, welcome the one who shares grace with childlike abandon. We open our hearts so we might savor the sweet taste of joy and wonder. People of God, bring your emptiness to this table of hope and peace. We sing praises to the one who fills us with Christ's presence for service to others. Amen. <coughs> On that first morning. <coughs> Sorry. On that first morning when chaos saw your glory, you brought out creation with stars and planets swimming in the skies, gazelles and giraffes dancing through the wilds, through the fields of goodness. You shaped humankind in your mercy and fed us with grace, enough for each day. Jealous that you were so gracious to all of creation, we grumbled that it wasn't enough. <coughs> Excuse me. And went searching for sin and death. Prophets came telling the stories of your wonder and presence, but for us, they were foolish words. Finally, you sent Jesus to come looking for us to show us your kingdom. So we join our voices with wilderness wanderers and urban dwellers, those who in every time and place sing of your glory. Holy, 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 glory God, joy to God's holy name. Our hearts will seek God, rejoicing in God's gentleness and grace. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is the one who comes looking for us. Hosanna in the highest. You are holy cloud of compassion, and blessed is Jesus Christ, your joy, our hope. Child of glory and grace, he chose to come to us working in the fields of despair. Hearing our complaints, he came to speak of your dreams for us. Firstborn of all creation, he came to defeat that last enemy, death. As we remember his life and death, as we come to the table he has prepared, we sing of that mystery called faith. This is the bread God gives us to eat. This is the life Christ calls us to offer to others. This is the journey the Spirit takes with us. Peace seated, please. Creator, pour out your Spirit upon your children gathered and upon this bread and cup you have provided for us. As you feed us with the bread, so flood us with compassion that we may go to serve all who are lost and broken. As you open your hearts with the Excuse me. As you open your heart so that the cup of grace might be filled with your hopes, send us out to bring the last hope, less home to your kingdom where they will be filled in your joy. For on the night that he was betrayed, he himself took the bread. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. And when supper was ended, In a similar way, he took the chalice. And giving you thanks, he said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant. It will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. God has gathered around your table. We will join our voices together, praising you forever. God in community, holy in one. Let us rise and pray the way that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Do not let us fall into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Graciously grant this humble church peace and unity if it is your will. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And also with you. Let us offer each other a no contact sign of peace. Wow. Peace be with you, please. Peace be with you. Have a seat. As always, we celebrate communion in the way of Jesus Christ. All are welcome to share in the celebration. No one is excluded. We humbly thank our Lord Jesus Christ for this gift that we share today. And we pray it strengthens our bonds as Christians and as men and women for others. symbols of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to those of us who receive it. May receiving of the bread of life, excuse me, may receiving the bread and cup of life, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and your remedy. May the bread of life keep me safe for eternal life.
those of you that know he'll take care of you. Let me hear you say yeah. yeah. Say it again. Yeah. Say it again. Yeah. You know, over in the sanctified church, when they begin to feel like this, all the saints get together and they join in a little praise.
creation sings your praise like the vineyard owner your grace is extravagant and unexpected lead us to repentance and acceptance of your grace that we may witness to your love which embraces both those we call friend and those we call stranger amen, amen. we're going to move past the announcements tonight um, the one thing I just want to remind you of is the Alzheimer's walk for Alzheimer's is coming up on the second and third here at the church Please keep an eye out. I hope you're fundraising. Please, please, please be fundraising. And make sure you signed up um, on our website. Uh, just just take a look at the church website. I'll make sure it's got the, the Alzheimer's website on there too, okay? That's, that's really the most important one right now. And wash your hands. Please. Amen. Go now to share the love of God. Share it with childish abandon. Go now to share the grace of Jesus. Offer this gift fresh every morning. To all you meet, go now to share the generosity of the Holy Spirit. Hold nothing back as you embrace each person this week. Amen. May the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come upon you and remain with you forever. Amen. Go now in peace to love and serve God. Amen. We go in the name of Christ.